even though I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty excited this morning. I'm also a little tired this morning. Um, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't stay up uh, binging Netflix uh, uh, and things like that, and not, not disgracing anybody that would have, but, um, but I drove in really late last night because I was in San Angelo at our San Angelo campus as we were celebrating our 50th anniversary. And, uh, and so we had a big celebration last night, bringing in a whole lot of people and, um, and just uh, doing a, a lot of stuff. And it was, it, was a, it was a very busy weekend. Also, Pastor Walt, by the way, he'll be here next Sunday. So Pastor Walt, uh, I won't tell you his age, which I've got a theory. Somebody asked me how old I was. I said, I'm 40s. Because the second number is none of your business and it doesn't matter anymore. You just need to know the first number. The first number is four. The second number is none of your business. And like, so when you get to 50, it's the same kind of thing. You get to 60. So that's my rule, by the way. You're welcome to steal that and use that. So on someone, for those of you that are older, I know y'all, y'all in your 20s, like you, you're going to embrace 28 and I get it and that's fine. You're young and uh, we, don't, we try not to hold it against you as we get older, but... But, um, but Pastor Walt, we celebrated his birthday on uh, Friday with all the family. And, um, and then, and then uh, Saturday is our 50th anniversary of the Life Church. 50 years of ministry in Texas, starting out of San Angelo, Texas. And, and, uh, and then, of course, its impact uh, throughout the world through different ministries and missions and, and support of, of different people. And, um, but we're also celebrating 25 years of ministry of our senior pastor, Walt Landers, uh, who, in case you're new here and you don't know, that is my father. And uh, they had me do a little like uh, speech of the heart uh, at the beginning of the event last night. And I told an embarrassing story about myself, said, I know I'm supposed to tell embarrassing stories about him, but he does still sign my checks. So like... You, you take me to coffee and I'll tell you all the stories you want and to show you some pictures and uh, but but I'm not I'm not doing that here <laughs> and so um, but um, it was really awesome and as I wrestled with one it was just it was also a difficult balance between obviously we're honoring the church and what the church has done um, Pastor Walt even though his senior pastorship being half the time half the life of the church. And of course, even before that, uh, he was a senior pastor at another church in Lockhart, Texas. And before that, he was a youth pastor uh, in the church, in this church. And, and, um, and so his ministry goes longer than the 25 years, but it was this balance between the two aspects. And it was, it was really, really wonderful. And I, and I got some things to share about that. But, but part of that is I wrestled with this Arlington campus being just over two years old but I felt it very important for us to recognize that what we are a part of, what you are a part of, is not just this campus. It is not even just this group of people. It is not just this location or what that looks like, that we here in Arlington are a part of a much bigger thing. And this is important for us, I think, to remember even as a campus and as a church, because this is true of us as Christians, even in our denomination, even in our denomination, we are not just a part of our denomination or non-denomination as we call it. We are not just even a part of that, that we are a part of something so much larger. I was reminded even the church 50 years ago was began because of a group of Lutherans went to a conference and got filled with the Holy Spirit and then got kicked out of their church and started what was way back then, Way of the Cross and Way of the Cross becoming... Um, 
I think our Savior is in Tree of Life Church and from Tree of Life Church to the Life Church. And, and, uh, and it's just this journey. It's just this rich history that we also are a part of. And, and I felt just really impressed. So, so today is, I'm going to have some, we're definitely going to look at some scripture and some concepts, but it might be a little different today because I really wanted to talk about this celebration of what we're doing, who we are, and what this looks like. Uh, one of the things I did want to take a moment to also remind us of is one of the reasons that really brought the Life Church here is is the is the the Charter Academy School. Uh, Pastor Walt's also the CEO of uh, the Texas Leadership Charter Academy, which was birthed out of our private Christian school that's under the church in San Angelo, Texas, that started in San Angelo, now is in five cities, including uh, Midland and Cedar Hill and Abilene, um, and so all throughout Texas. And and the charter school came here before the church and, and, and bringing in, there's a whole story and there's, there's so much of that that's so intertwined, um, which is one of the reasons that we find it so much on our heart to minister still to students and teachers and reaching the school and being a blessing is, is um, because this relationship really goes together. And if we want to impact our community, it absolutely education is a part of that. I mean, students, aside from even just the education, the care they receive, they spend so much time in school, even compared to times in homes, that, that the care and being loved and accepted and, and, and those things happening there is, is so much important. And, and that's a big part of what brought the Life Church to Arlington, is education, is caring for the community. And so being a part of that. But, but Pastor Watt used this word legacy. Before I get into that, uh, I've got this coin here. And uh, we're going to have all these coins so after service. Uh, by the way, I, I meant to say this. And so uh, you've probably already seen them. Uh, but we've got free T-shirts, uh, San Angelo campus. They're, they're, they're having a huge celebration today. So we, we, got, we, got, we kind of proportioned it for Arlington campus. And, and, uh, but we've got uh, free T-shirts they send us back with. And, and uh, so we've got those that are free um, after service. And then we've got these coins that will be with the cupcakes and if you don't want a cupcake, you can still get a coin because we got extra coins. But, um, but it's a heavyweight coin. And on one side just says 50 years. Uh, the other side just has the life church. And the side of the life church says the legacy continues. And the 50-year side has our mission statement, connecting people with God's purpose. Now, this coin... Like, this isn't the first time we've done a coin like this, that we've done something, uh, a memorable piece to take with you, to carry with you. I remember many years ago, and I totally forgot. I got home, at, if you'll just excuse me, I did get home at 1 a.m. from San Angelo, driving four hours last night, and, uh, and I totally meant to get home, and I was like, I'm going to get the other coin. I still have it from so many years ago, probably like a decade ago, longer than that. And, uh, and I was like, I'm going to get that other coin. I still have it like in a keepsake box kind of thing, and, and I was like, I'm going to get that out, and Get it, and I didn't get it. So, but anyway, um, but we carried it in our pocket, or carried it in your purse, or put it in your car. Some people would put it on a mirror, and it would just be a constant reminder—one of celebration of what God's doing in our church, but also a constant reminder of continuing to walk in faith, believing for miracles, and praying for the church, praying for the body of Christ. And so, we have this gift that we want to give you. But I love that it has our mission statement on there, connecting people with God's purpose. One of the things that I shared yesterday 
is this idea, you know, is uh, two weeks ago, I preached on uh, the miracle of purpose. And I, I kind of actually defined purpose as following this, this miracle concept that Jesus would walk up to disciples and say, follow me. And they would get up and follow. And, and I'm actually going to define purpose again today. And I even discussed that the word purpose, I believe, can define, be defined in so many different ways. I think especially depending on where we are in life. Where we are in life depends uh, and, and determines so much of our needs that we're facing and what we're looking to do. So the word purpose, I believe, can even function where we are in those seasons. But for today, I would define the word purpose as the word legacy. I love this idea of legacy. Someone said, inheritance is what you leave behind and legacy is who you leave it with. And this is the legacy of the life church that it's not an inheritance that's to be received or accepted at some point after a finishing point, after an end time, but it's a legacy that continues to live and continue to breathe with each and every one of us because the legacy of the life church doesn't reside with a what, it resides with a who. It resides with us, a group of people. The legacy of the life church, even Pastor Walton celebrating 25 years, but what would that 25 years be without the 25 before him that made a way and paved a way for him to come along? That, that even offered a nursery where Pastor Walt is in Joanne are, are serving in the nursery. When the day comes, he was telling this story. I don't know what he'll share next week. He may share it again. But, but the story of when he is pulled out of nursery before service could start by the previous senior pastor and said, I'm sending you to Lockhart. You're going to pastor and Lockhart is a small church and they need a pastor and I'm sending you. And like, he didn't even understand Lockhart, where that was. He misunderstood the city. He's like looking up before Google. He's like finding the wrong city on a map and about to go to the wrong place, right? He didn't even understand what that looks like. And, but what that legacy means, what that means even for us as, as Christians and even in this church, what that means, what came before us to make a way for us is very important. This isn't just about a legacy or about an inheritance. It's about a legacy, I thought about this and, and what this might mean for us as the Life Church in Arlington campus. And, and something that I've been thinking about that's not been leaving me, and I'm not going to dig too deep into this particular text, but I'll give you the references. And I will read 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 9. And in 2 Kings, we have, we have a situation of Elijah and Elisha. And it says, when they came to the other side, Elijah said to Elisha, tell me what I can do for you before I am taken away. I love this picture that we see even in this moment of the Old Testament, not just with Jesus, but this idea of serving a leader. Elijah is leading Elisha, but yet Elijah comes and says, what can I do for you? This picture of servanthood. And Elisha replied, please let me inherit a double share of your spirit and become your successor. And I love how Pastor Walt even hit on that of the, this idea of legacy is not to even end with this moment of what we've accomplished. It's not measured in accomplishments and, 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 and kind of definable things like that because it continues to live. It continues to breathe and it must continue to move forward. So it doesn't stop there. And Elisha says, I want whatever you got. And I would pray that it would be doubled. I don't know about you, but like part of me is like kind of wrestling with this. What does this mean for the Arlington campus that, that in, in, in our accomplishments, our values, our goals, our mindsets regarding miracles, our mindsets regarding reaching our community, our mindsets regarding salvation, 
our mindsets regarding freedom and new life and these things. These are very important ideas and what would it be like as, as for us as Elisha, not that San Angelo has done, but as San Angelo has birthed a new thing in Arlington as the life church, what does it look like for us? What is it that we are to carry and to continue, continue to move forward? And it's very important. And, and I thought about this because we see in 2 Kings 4.18, and this is where I'll just reference a story, but, but a son dies, a son, and there's a great story to this. And and the mom appeals to Elisha. Remember the new one who's taken over. And Elisha, he does a very weird thing in, in raising this son from the dead. The son has died and word is sent. <laughs> not a phone call, not, not a DM, not an email. Word is sent to Elisha to come. And, and, to, 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 and, and she goes actually in this particular story. And Elisha comes and he lays himself across the body of the dead son. Face to face, eyes to eyes, mouth to mouth. He lays himself across uh, the, the, the dead body of the son, praying for God to, to, to resurrect this child, in which he does. But the miracle that Elisha performs is not a sporadic thought that Elisha has. It doesn't come out of nowhere. The miracle, this crazy miracle that Elisha performs, we also find in 1 Kings 17.17. 17. So the book before in 1 Kings, because we see Elijah, who came before him, perform a similar kind of miracle. So this crazy concept of what Elisha is performing, he already knows about. And he says, you know what? I've seen God do this like here before me, before this time, and I can see God doing it again. It's a do it again moment of like what he's done for somebody else in a different situation. I believe God will do it again. So what does that mean for Arlington campus, even being attached to San Angelo campus where they're celebrating 50 years, we are celebrating 50 years and all the miracles, all the amazing things that have happened, we've seen it done before so we can see it be done again. It's our Elisha moments of a legacy that has come before us. What does this legacy look like for you? A do it, do it again situation. And I wrestled with this. In John 14, 12, Jesus says, I tell you the truth, anyone who believes in me will do the same works I've done. And like he doesn't even leave it there. This is like an Elijah, Elisha moment. Jesus says, you'll do the same works and even greater works because I am going to the Father. You see, this legacy is not even just about the church. This legacy is our life. This legacy is Jesus Christ. I like another quote that said, do it for yourself and it won't outlast you. Do it for others and it will be your legacy. I love this picture. We've been so honored here at the Life Church just recently, last week, we had 
uh, brother John Smithwick. I often don't call, call people brother, by the way. He says brother all the time. That's the way he talks, the language he uses. <laughs> I found myself doing that last weekend. I was like calling all of a sudden everybody's brother and sister. And like, and uh, which by, if you do that, like I love that. I just don't normally do that. It's funny you get around certain people and it just kind of rub off on you. <laughs> I was like, even even doing it in his John Smithwick tone. Uh, I'm not I'm not gonna try to do it now. I'll just make a fool of myself. But but uh, the way he talks. But but we we're so honored to have him here. And and he talked about he was sharing just we've been partnering with John Smithwick and Global Ventures since 2009 on short term mission trips going throughout the world. I myself I I shared with with John when I when I talked to him. He spoke here way back in the early part when we first came together with North Point Church here for the Arlington campus, and he, and he came and he spoke, and, and, uh, and we were talking, and as I shared with him, I said, I said, John, I was like, it is so important, even though I may not have been on a trip in the last few years, but, but what Global Ventures did for me in my walk, in my faith, believing in miracles and transforming my life as a youth pastor learning how the simple gospel can transform lives of focusing on what Jesus has done and, and, and being able to even see it throughout the world and not just our community. I was like, I got to have you in. I got to have you share. I got to have you talk because the, the value that it has been for my life, it, it is part of this continuation of what God is doing. A couple of weeks before that, we had Cotter from Jericho running a school and, and sharing the love of Jesus with, with Muslims and, 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 and in, a, in a very difficult community and situation and, and, and not always appreciated or valued for what he's, doing and what he's doing and accomplishing. And yet to have people like this because they're part of the legacy of the Life Church of, commu- of connecting with, with outreach throughout the world and what we're doing. I was finally glad to get some of our new uh, drop pins on the map above the coffee maker, uh, the coffee place, and, uh, and getting some of those uh, much bolder and bigger, seeing the different areas throughout the world that we are doing work. We just, in Philippines, I meant to pull the video. I didn't get that video ready in time as I just had it accessed this morning, and, and I missed that one of our, our missionary in Philippines that we're supporting and, and, and the different food projects in the Philippines. And of course we built that radio tower and then we just provided two motorcycles uh, for two pastors in the Philippines to be able to provide them with work. So that way they can actually, as they're farming and, and, and producing fruit, they've actually got a way now to work and, and get food. Pastor David Taylor, our campus pastor in San Angelo, who was just there, was telling me that so often what they do is they'll grow food and they'll grow enough food, but they don't have a way to get it with, between all the islands and, and the difficulty of, of transporting food in such a, well, based on some of the pictures I saw, in such a muddy area, getting that food to places that they can't get it there in time. Some of the greatest challenge of the Philippines is simply food. A daily bread is even a challenge. And we're able to provide as a church motorcycles to a couple of pastors that not only helps them minister, but helps them make a living and feed people and do ministry. It's just amazing opportunities like that. In closing, I need to finish up and we're going to finish with communion and I thought about this. I was thinking about this celebration of the Life Church. And there's so much more I could say and so many more stories I could give. And, and, um, and I'd love to. Even the miracle stories like I was sharing last night of how the fact that I am even here apart is, is, is a miracle of, of 
of just circumstances that are the legacy of this church. And I thought about this. I'll read the scripture in Luke twenty-two nineteen. Jesus says he took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. And then he broke it into pieces and gave it to the disciples saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And after the supper, he took another cup of wine and said, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you, a new covenant. This picture of a new covenant based on something that had already previously existed, Jesus is taking what was there and making it a new thing. Before I go any further, let me just clarify as well something we, we hit on every week. So if you've been here, you, you know that we believe in an open communion. You do not have to be a member of the Life Church. This is a recognition of the salvation of Jesus Christ and his forgiveness in our lives and, and recognizing what he's done and, and even the body of Christ being a source of healing in our body. And so often when we enter into communion and and I believe this was even the situation with Jesus as he sat with the disciples that it was more of a solemn moment. I mean, Jesus, he's, he's breaking bread with those who have been following him, but yet also with someone who is going to betray him. Someone that would give him up to be arrested with a kiss. He was also sitting with, with Peter who would also deny him. He was also sitting with the disciples that would scatter once Jesus was no longer visible and, and be nowhere and, and not be found. He was sitting with these people before Jesus would be arrested, would be beaten, would be going to the cross, would be falsely accused and go through such a process, there was such a solemn moment, but yet Jesus tells us that there's a new covenant to be had in this moment. And I believe there are times to absolutely be solemn in these times of communion as we ourselves acknowledge and recognize our own sins, our own shortcomings, our own needs of healing. But Jesus says a new covenant. Jesus is also giving us something to celebrate, something to be thankful for. There's a legacy to be had here in this situation for new people, for us to come into this space and to recognize that even in, as we recognize 50 years of celebration of the, of the church and 25 years of our senior pastor, that this also is a, a moment of celebration of something new for us of what Jesus has done for us, that, that, that it doesn't always have to be this solemn moment. And this is also why I also think it's so important to share a little bit of my heart of communion. We also use the language, communion can actually absolutely be individualistic. You can absolutely, and, and let me encourage you in something. If you feel at any point that you might need communion on your own time, you might need communion during the week at any time. One, you can get supplies and... and, and you, find elements to represent the body and blood of Jesus Christ. And you can do that on your own. You can also feel free to take one of these and take it with you. Keep it in your purse, keep it in your vehicle. In any moment that you feel you just need a, a strong reminder of what Jesus has done, it doesn't have to happen on a Sunday, even though we do it every Sunday and, and do it in our groups in different places. 
And so it absolutely can be individualistic, but the value for me and that we come into this space and we use the language for us. We say together his body given for us instead of for me. Because this is absolutely a communal thing. This is absolutely a thing that lives with us. Because a legacy cannot reside in one person as a what. It resides in many people as a who, as a thing, as a living thing. And so it resides with the church. It resides with us. And so I would come into this space and the intentionality of us saying his, the blood of Christ poured out for me. Oh, it is poured out for me. But not just me. It's also poured out for you and you and you and you. It's poured out for us. I like this picture in 1 Corinthians 12, 27. It says, all of you together are Christ's body. All of you are Christ's body. And each of you is a part of it. As if the first part of the statement didn't make it clear enough, Paul says, all of you are Christ's body and, and just in case you misunderstand, misunderstand or try to exempt yourself from the body of Christ, each of you are a part of it. And in 1 Corinthians 12, there's so much more that's said there and even these different uh, roles and, and, and aspects of what that looks like. Paul's saying, we are the body of Christ. The legacy of Jesus is that it didn't just die with him. He didn't just, it wasn't like this religious movement that died with his death. It was a spark of a movement that was breathed to life with his legacy. When Jesus says, this is no longer just about me as an individual, as one time, one moment, one person, but that we all are Jesus coming together as the body of Christ. So as we partake in this body, we celebrate and recognize that as we partake in the body of Jesus, that we are the body of Jesus. And the very things that he did, the very things that he accomplishes, he leaves a legacy to not just look back in and be like, yeah, one day Jesus did that. But for us to walk in faith, I mean, like, because one day Jesus did that, then today he continues to do that. What is the legacy that you need to walk in today? You need to recognize today. Maybe that's the lives of those who have come before you and made a way that you haven't always seen or recognized. Maybe it's even churches, whether it's this church or other churches. What was one of the things that was so beautiful about last night's as we get ready to take communion and close with the final song, one of the beautiful things were so many people who were no longer members or uh, leaders or pastors or even attendees of the Life Church, but yet were at our special event last night. Why? Because the Life Church is so much a part of their lives. I was able to sit at a table with my youth pastor, who pastors in Austin and Lockhart, and, and, and another it just opened another campus somewhere in, in the central uh, Texas area, and, and I'm sitting at a table with him. I was a little nervous about my speech, by the way, and I, I didn't really look at the whole schedule. And we sat down. And I said, hey, Brent, Pastor Brent. I said, I said, you want to trade speaking parts? Thinking he didn't have one. So I could get rid of mine and get it on him. And he's like, oh, well, yeah, well, I'm doing this part. I was like, oh, man. It's like, that didn't work. But to sit with people, with so many pastors that have been key parts, even if they weren't even directly a part of the life church yet, still 
still connected, like us hearing from Pastor Olin, who we see from time to time and is here from time to time, but still someone who's made such a way for each and every one of us. Why? Because we are here today. And so we sit in seats and walk in aisles and, and sing songs that are all part of legacy, that are all part of something larger than us that leads to our purpose. What is the legacy you walk in today? The legacy of so many that have come before us and made it possible. As we take the bread, I'm gonna be careful not to be too solemn because I'm excited for what Jesus would choose to do for each and every one of us, a sacrifice that would be paid We get to celebrate a new covenant. We get to celebrate what this represents. We get to celebrate the legacy of Jesus Christ. That like even, even the quotes that I shared that would live beyond him, that would live beyond a moment. And not that it is over and it is done because it just continues. And so we take part of something. We don't take part of something that is just in the past. We take part of something that's continuing to happen today, continuing to move forward. This is how we receive healing. This is how we receive miracles. This is how we continue to look forward is with the faith and the hope on the horizon of the rising sun and the new day and the new opportunities and the, the new promises of God and, and as well as the old promises of God. And so if you'll say with me together, we say his body given for us. Amen. Partake. And too often I am, I am downcast in my sin. I am downcast in my mistakes. I look down at my feet in shame and condemnation in, in ways that are not becoming of someone who walks in forgiveness. And not enough times do I partake into communion in a way to celebrate the forgiveness from our Savior. Our Lord, Jesus Christ, who paid a price, the precious blood. But in our forgiveness, we are made new. In our forgiveness, we are renewed. In our forgiveness, the old is gone and the new has come and we can look to new hope. Now we don't have to live in the ways of our mistakes and our past and in those situations. And, and not enough times do we not have a celebratory attitude of, yes, thank you, Jesus, for your blood. And sometimes it might seem weird, but man, he is waiting in heaven to celebrate with us for when we arrive and when we get there. Like so many who have come before us who even create legacy, even Pastor John Holler, who began the church and was the senior pastor before my father, before Pastor Waltz, that it was even also a moment of recognizing that a man who paved the way and created legacy was no longer with us, but yet we get to celebrate what is done. 
And so we celebrate in this sacrifice that was paid and we say together, his blood poured out for us. Amen. God, we thank you for this time. We thank you for the celebration. We thank you for 50 years of ministry in the Life Church. And we recognize that even what came before this 50 years, that there was even legacy and providence and provision that came before those times that even led to that. And that we get to walk in this. May we walk in such a way to recognize what has come before us and made such opportunity in our lives in ways that we didn't even realize was you at work even. You at work through our lives. You at work through the lives of those around us. We thank you for this idea of legacy, this idea of purpose. And God, I pray today that each and every one of us would know this mission statement of the Life Church, the heart of Pastor Walt Landers, that connecting people with God's purpose absolutely unequivocally means each and every one of us, that we are the body of Christ. There is none left out, there is none excluded, that we are all welcome, that we are all accepted, we are all given purpose, we are all given meaning and value, and each and every one of us, we have a role to play in this legacy. And that the legacy of our lives is not an inheritance that ends with us but it is a legacy. As we live out the legacy of those that have come before us, we recognize the legacy of our own lives, the legacy of ministering to our community, to, to inviting people to church, to welcoming the stranger and feeding the hungry, the legacy of being Jesus in our lives. And may we know it, may we experience it. And we thank you for it. In the name of Jesus, let's stand and worship this one last song. Our prayer team is going to be available, and we have stuff after service that we'll talk about. And let's stand and worship.